Hello, beautiful people. Good day. God bless you. Wow, what another great day, another good time to listen to the undiluted word of God as we bring to you today's edition of Marriage Diet with Festus Flourish Osemwahu. Today is the 28th day of the month of January 2021. God bless you. Wow, the days are just ticking, ticking, ticking away. Well, the month is ending again. The year is going again. But you know what? God is going to be with his people and we ensure that all his promises to his, his children come to pass this year in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. All right. Um, those of you who are just joining us or having access to these uh, podcasts for the first time, I want you to know that uh, we've been on a series now for quite some time on the topic, this farmer called husband. And guess what? It's been about 22 parts or what we call episode. Now we've had about 22 parts now on this particular topic. And it's been awesome. It's been revealing. It's been amazing. You would have to um, listen to the other previous ones. I mean, they build up to this to understand where we are right now. Now, for some days now, we'll be talking about the husband's tools for farming. In other words, if we say that the husband is a farmer, because the word husband remains the one that farms, we're saying he would need some basic tools to be able to farm his bride adequately and effectively. And we're saying this has been the missing link. If only our husbands will understand the tools available to them or to him as, as it were, it will be easier for us to adequately farm this bride into a wife. But because most of time we do not know, we just muzzle up so many things and then when the heat really gets on us as the men, we start saying, don't you know I'm the man? <laughs> I've always said, when the man starts saying, don't you know I'm the man in this marriage? Eh? So I'm talking, you are talking back. Don't you know I'm, I'm your husband? Uh, we, we have missed it, friend. We have missed it because what you are trying to say is you are trying to defend your position. So that um, leadership is what we call positional leadership. But the leadership of marriage or in marriage is the leadership where the husband earns his right. He earns his respect. He earns his honor. Of course, that was exactly what Jesus did with us. He earned his lordship over us. He never compelled himself on us. He never forced himself on us. He just earned it. And so that's what our husbands are also supposed to do. So we've talked about uh, uh, tools, number one, vision. We've talked about understanding. We actually had three episodes talking about understanding. But today we're going to be talking about the third one, and that is forgiveness forgiveness wow what a tool what a tool that is missing in today's marriage forgiveness and of course the husband has to learn how to adequately use this tool okay now let me just quickly read a couple of um, a, 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 a verse in the bible but i will read it in different translation um ephesians chapter number four verse 32 uh, let me read a new living translation it says Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. All right, let, let me look at um, 
okay new international version be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other just as in christ god forgave you okay now let's speak king james version all right this is very important because a lot of persons have king james version uh, it says and be ye kind one to another tender-hearted forgiving one another even as christ for even as god for christ's sake has forgiven you okay now let's just hold it there we're talking about forgiveness but let's look at this trend the bible says we should be kind towards each other we should be tender-hearted towards each other um, and forgiving each other just as christ now christ here is the reference point just as christ also forgave you who is christ to us christ is our husband when i say us what am i talking about i'm talking about um if i use the word who is christ to us in that statement that us in that statement what do i mean by that the us the us in that statement okay i'm talking about the church the body of christ okay now christ to the church is the husband all right that's what he is to the church he is the husband and hey friends when we mention the church the first thing that comes into our mind is denomination catholic redeemed winners uh, assemblies of god no 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 friend that's not the church we actually call those places um uh, what do you call it um where in the real spiritual context is actually called general assembly we call it the fellowship of the brethren where you have general assembly the church is actually in your home the marriage the husband the wife and the children and then if you break it down to the smallest unit the church is you because you also have the three tier the elohim you know uh, the man the body the man the soul the man the spirit so we're talking about the three tiers and uh, those of you that have gone through the marriage faculty you understand what i'm talking about and all of this were also replicated in the garden of eden where you also had three parts in the garden of eden where you have the west side the north side the east side but man was only giving the garden in the east side that's why bible uses the word and god created the garden eastward in eden it's a little bit deep so you have to be in the faculty to understand this the point i'm trying to make is you are the church i am the church yes you are i am and um christ forgives us on a daily basis and who is christ to us he's our husband he's the husband of the church so just imagine without the forgiveness of christ where would the church have been just imagine if god had not forgiven us through christ as we read in that scripture where would he have been we were condemned to die oh friends the bible says why we were yet sinners christ died for us all right yeah remember the bible talked about all has seen and had come short of the glory of god so that means we were legitimately uh, qualified to die let me put it that way and the only judgment that was passed on us because of the sin was death but god looking at us through the eyes of his own jesus christ showed us mercy and forgive us and just imagine if our sins were not forgiven now also imagine if our sins were daily imputed unto us against us even as we speak 
even being under the salvation grace of God, or rather under the salvation and the grace of God. Imagine if our sins were to be imputed against us on a daily basis. None will stand. But the love of a husband towards the wife, that is what it is, the love of Christ towards the church. Friends, one would expect that our husband should also learn from this. It's a basic tool in farming this bride. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is key. It is key. It is key, I repeat again. You must have that attitude and culture of forgiving your wife. That's the only way you groom her. That's the only way you groom her. All right? Um, why do we need this tool as husbands? And why do women need this tool to be groomed properly? Like I, I said yesterday, and of course a few days ago, where I was talking about how complicated the woman is, how complex also she is. Today you see her in this mood. Tomorrow you see her in another mood. Today she behaves like this. Tomorrow she behaves in another way. She, sometimes she talks very well, very much, even too much. Sometimes she cries when she should not be crying. She's such a complex being. Now, in this complexity, is also an attitude of doing some stuff without thinking. Why? Because the woman is not an illogical person. It's not a logical being. She's an emotional being. The woman is a well-developed emotional being. She reacts before she thinks. That's the difference between the woman and the man. The man is logical. The man thinks before he reacts. That's why most men are not easily carried away. They say, oh, that prophet, oh, that ministry, oh, ah. women will rush in there. Men will take their time. Okay? They are looking at it. They are looking at the signs. They are getting logical about it. They are trying to wait here, 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 here. So eventually when they pick the fire, you know it's going to be non-stop. They know that, okay, not because their wife said so or the wife told them anything about anyone, but because they, they have their personal conviction. So men are logical people, but that's not the same with the women or with our wives as, as it were. They are very emotional. So when they act, sometimes they act on impulse. Without even thinking, they will just act. Okay, it's actually when they have acted before those are like, ah, if I had known. That's the woman. So what that means is she's bound to offend the husband. A woman or a being who wouldn't think before she reacts, she would definitely say things that would offend the husband. She would definitely act irrationally. She would definitely act against the order of what is right. And then she will realize later that what she just said was wrong. She will realize that that statement was so weighty. I mean, you hear some of those statements as a man, you want to go and hit your head on the ground. They didn't think about it. It just came. It's, it's I mean, very sporadic and spontaneous. That's the woman for you. So what that means is the woman will offend you as the husband. Ironically, if she's not offending you, it means she's not a woman. She's not being a bride. That's what it means. All right. Has, I, I don't know. Okay. Let me just de demonstrate this for you. A farmer goes to the farm the next morning after a very heavy, heavy downpour of rain stormy and all that and then he gets to the farm and he realizes that most of the crops you know they're on the ground because of the storm they're just lying on the ground the farmer won't leave them that way 
you know, I, I used to follow my father those days to the farm, and I know what I'm talking about. He would want to do something about it. He would go and cut another stick. He would wreck. That's it. It's like your wife falling on the ground. It's like your wife messing up. And remember, I said, you are the farmer. The farmer won't allow the crop to just fall on the ground and die away. The farmer will look for a way to salvage that situation, to pick up the crop, to pick up the, the item, to make it stand again. I remember those days, my father used to do this rice farm. So it could even be the rice that fell off. So he would need to dig up a little bit of sand around the base, even sometimes even maize. Okay, when they fall, so we need to dig up sand to strengthen. Sometimes we will use sticks to wedge it on two sides. Oh, that's what it would need to do to keep that crop growing. If it allows that crop to remain on the ground, possibly the crop will die. It will be trodden with feet or it could grow, but it will grow on the ground and it will be useless. And I mean, it won't grow to full potential. So a farmer knows that there's always a need to pick up the crop that falling on the ground because it's not growing in the right place. It's been messed up and the farmer will have to do something about it. And so that's also the way it is. The wife will offend the husband. You're looking for an offensive free wife? It's not possible, friends. It's not possible. Because by their nature, they will offend the husband. They talk before they think. They act before they think. They express their emotion before they think. And that will get on the nerve of the man. Oh, why did you use that statement? Why did you say that? And then she says, oh, I'm sorry. Or sometimes she, will even, she might not even realize that she had even said something wrong. But do you throw the baby away with the bad water? No. It's a project. As I said, if you understand all these teachings that I've been doing for the past 20, 22 episodes, now you understand that the heart of a farmer is a compassionate heart. It's a, it's a determined heart to get a certain kind of a harvest from the crops that he has planted. Of course, this is a bride in your hands. You are expectant. You want to get a wife out of her. You would take so many things. You would you would bear so many things. You would just, I mean, you 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 actually expect that she will behave that way. So when she behaves like a saint, you would rather be even be surprised that all is well. But if she behaves the other way around irrationally, you shouldn't be surprised. That's an average woman for you. And friends, come to think of this. <laughs> she might not really even mean it. That's the funniest part of it. When your wife says something that is so hurting, that looks insulting, she might not even mean it. She didn't even know where it came out. She just, you know, because they won't even guide themselves speaking out these words. It's not as if maybe what is really intentional. It was just like a reaction, reflex reaction. And then later on, when she really sits down, she realizes, that, oh, this is wrong. That's just a woman for you. So you're looking for a woman that is so perfect, who will not offend you? Oh, no, no, you are not a farmer then. And that can be a bride. Because a bride is not the full attainment of the wife. The wife is different from a bride. 
The wife is someone that you have been able to groom from that oh, issues, the challenges, weaknesses into becoming a project that you can viably say, look, I, I think this thing is working. This formula is working. But when it comes to the bride, you picked her up from the wedding day to your home. Oh, she's a pure seed. She's a pure bride. She will definitely offend you. And that's the way it is. Now, let, let me break this down much more further. Do you know in talking about forgiveness, without offense, forgiveness cannot be tested? Okay, I'm going to take that again. I want it to sink in. In talking about forgiveness, without offense, forgiveness cannot be tested. Do you know what? I, I, I would love to expand on this in tomorrow's episode. I don't want to jump the gun where, you know, offenses becomes the very tool or the basic, um, the catalyst, catalyst rather, as, as it were, that actually tests our forgiving ability. But I would just say this as a testimony or as a, a personal experience. I will round up today, but what I just said, and I'm going to pick that up from tomorrow so that you see how forgiveness is actually tested when there is offense. I remember when I just got married to my wife because I, I honestly already had so much deep knowledge about all of this. Looking at Christ, taking Christ as my role model in marriage, as my mentor. And I realized that uh, if Christ wasn't a forgiving Christ, literally forgiving husband, we all would have been so messed up. I mean, we would not have been able to stand the wrath of God. Okay, so I, I have over the years learned about the simplicity and the compassionate nature of Christ. Oh, I brought that into the marriage. I remember we just got married. I told my wife, I said, look, um, look at the uh, philosophy of a coin. A coin has the head and a tail. All right. Now, if you toss a coin up, either you have a tail and you have, or you have a head, whichever way uh, it comes at top for you. I said, look, imagine at the head or the tail is forgiveness, is an offense rather. I thought I said, for every offense you will commit against me, you have not even committed it, but you will commit against me. Take a look. Behind that coin of that offense, there is forgiveness. So that offense could be the head. The forgiveness would definitely be the tail. Or if the forgiveness, if the offense is the tail, forgiveness would definitely be the, the head. And I told her, I said, look beyond the offense. I have already forgiven you every offense you will ever commit against me in whatsoever dimension that offense is. Friends, I've kept that promise for as long as we have been married and god helping me i will keep that promise till we are done with this beautiful marriage that god has given us here on earth why because that's the way forward that's the way it is that's the way it is okay there are times i have issues with my wife and we have misunderstanding and sometimes she will really offend me this thing just keep always playing back in my heart i love you so much i mean looking at my wife um, my mind, I just realized I, I love her so much that the love is stronger than the offense. And truly, I've already forgiven her. Yes, I want to stand my ground, I want to, but after a while, I just realized that look, this is not going to work. It's not about her offense, it's about my love and the love being expressed in forgiveness. 
If she doesn't offend me, how do I show her forgiveness? And so, friends, this has worked for me because I understood that every husband, a husbandman, is a farmer. And the farmer will need that forgiveness, that compassionate heart to look at the seed and say, I mean, he wouldn't blame the crop for falling down. It was caused by the storm. Who knows why your wife has been misbehaving? Maybe satanic storm. Who knows there are forces of darkness that don't want your marriage to even work. Now, do you sum it up and make it look as if, oh, crucify her? No, now. No. You've got to learn how to look at things differently. And so, friends, husbands out there, you need to understand the value of forgiveness. It's key. If we're going to have successful marriages and you're going to have a very successful home and a wonderful home, forgiveness is key in relating with your wife. In fact, she has not started offending you, it means that it's not normal. <laughs> yeah, it's not normal. If it's normal, it means that she's offending you because she's just been an emotional being. And that's actually why she's such a very wonderful personality. That's why when a woman falls in love with you, she will really give her whole life into it because she's an emotional being. And of course, don't forget, she's also prone to mistakes. And some of these mistakes could really be like, ha, ah, oh, again, ah, why would my wife do this? No, that kind of stuff. But there should always be a way around it. There should always be that point of compromise. That thing, that, uh, like a, a, a place called Moria, for instance, where Abraham sacrifices Isaac. A place you can always refer to, like, I, I'm talking about the coin now. That's like a Moria. I, as I was trying to explain it, my mind still went back to that day that I made those statements to my wife. I remember the building where we were when I made that statement. So it's like a Moria, when you would have risen up your hand to say let me beat her or divorce or do this then that place of moria is recorded in your heart and say no i can't do this i would i will forgive her i will let go i'm not going to use this against her friends that is what christianity is all about that is what being imitators of christ is really all about anything outside this it's it's satanism and it's witchcraft and of course you know I, I won't tell you what i won't tell you what to do that is outside the scripture or the gospel god wants us to forgive and bear one another how much more in marriage and that's the key and that is what sustains any marriage so friends let's do the right thing husbands yeah just pick up that tool all right, when next you go for shopping, just pick up that tool from the shopping mall. Yeah, and of course, I'm sure it will be very useful to you in your marriage. God bless you. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, let's hold it here today because of time, and by God's grace, we'll continue tomorrow. If you have been blessed, share this audio with your friends, with men and husbands especially. And uh, if you want to reach us, you can do so by connecting with us via WhatsApp number plus 234-81071-26148. And we will get back to you. God bless you. Let's continue from here tomorrow again. God willing. Until then, don't forget, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. God bless you. Shalom. Do have a great day. Bye.